Yeah, that's right. It's another episode of The Laz Word. Hey, everybody. Laz here coming at you with episode 26. Happy New Year, and I hope the holidays treated everyone well. So nice to have some time off, for sure, but it was also really tough not to get on the mic over the last few weeks because so much has been going on. This week, stimulus checks went out or were deposited electronically across the country, but what still boggles the mind is how much money we're sending overseas. Meanwhile, we have homeless veterans in virtually every state around the country, over 40,000 of them, in fact, and of those 40,000, 40% of them are living in conditions that have been deemed unsuitable for human habitation. These aren't my statistics. This comes from an article by Truth in Accounting, which was submitted to thepatch.com back in November of 2019. And I can only imagine, sadly, that that number is greater today. It's shameful, but this is the type of government and the mentality that the left has brought to this country. More sickening is that there are still people who are not only going to vote for these idiots, but they defend their criminal and derelict behavior. Ugh. Here's another thought. I've seen estimates that the cost to each American will be approximately $2,400 for the $600 in stimulus. Now, the libs are going to tell you that that's fake news and that you can't get taxed on the stimulus. Well, that's correct. The stimulus won't be taxed on your income taxes. In other words, you won't have to file tax uh, or income on the stimulus. However, what these lame brains forget is that the government has no money. That money has to come from somewhere, and it comes from the American people. And how does the government get money from the American people? Well, in the form of taxes. Yeah, so while you might not have to file taxes on the 600, don't think for one minute that you aren't going to be taxed on it in some form. I mean, you have to think about it, guys, seriously. Buddy home, I think with fly things. In other news, the Congress and, and the crazy libs within the Congress are at it again, continuing to stoke the fire of division and creating an issue where there truly wasn't one to begin with. U.S. Representative Emanuel Cleaver delivered the opening prayer for the new Congress, and he ended the prayer by saying, Amen and a women. You can't make this stuff up. The left continues to push the ridiculousness of their political correctness. Meanwhile, meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile, all they've done is proven their ignorance. I'm going to break it down for you, okay? And I hope you lefties are out there listening, okay? Because amen has nothing to do with gender. The word is derived from the Hebrew word amen, which translates to of truth. Dr. John Bergsma of the Francian University of Steubenville said in an interview recently in ancient times, the Israelites used the term amen in solemn ceremonies to express consent to the truth of what was said, meaning it is true or so be it, depending on the context. In Hebrew, said Bergsma, the word for man is adem or ish or ish and is unrelated to the word amen or amen. In fact, the Hebrew pronunciation, as I said, is Amen, rhyming with train and doesn't sound like men, he said. It's a verbal form, not a noun. But you know, those are the facts, and apparently the left doesn't give two shits about facts. We already knew that. Now on to the protest in Washington. Look, I said when these criminals of Antifa, uh, or Antifa, 
however you want to pronounce it, and BLM were wreaking havoc all over the country that I did not condone their actions. I said there were some peaceful protesters, but there were those that were rioting and looting, and those people were criminal. The same is to be said for those that stormed the Capitol building. Bottom line. But what I can't wrap my head around is this. During the riots, when Antifa and uh, BLM were wreaking havoc, as I say, the left and the lamestream media celebrated, supported, and defended their actions, and they cited things like systemic racism and oppression justifying their, their actions. They refused to call them rioters and looters and continued, even till this day, calling them peaceful protesters. They said nothing when police were targeted and killed, yet now the hacks like Major Garrett and Nora McDonald on the communist broadcasting system that we know as CBS are saying these people are putting police in danger and calling those in D.C. rioters. In their mind, it was okay as long as it was those on the left and it fit the narrative they wanted to push. But now that someone else stands up for systematic fraud that's being committed against the American people— The very same people who were cheering on Antifa and BLM are now saying nothing justifies that behavior. Why, you might ask? Because it doesn't fit their narrative. Unbelievable. I mean, the hypocrisy is just blatant. Yeah, I I agree with them. I agree that nothing justifies that type of behavior. Criminal behavior can't be justified. The difference is I'm not a hypocrite, and I called those out in BLM and in Antifa I called them criminals, and I called them thugs, just as I will call the people that stormed the Capitol thugs. And I don't care if they're Trump supporters or not, okay? If you're destroying property and you're fighting with police, you're a criminal and you're a thug. If, in fact, they really are Trump supporters remains to be seen, by the way, because there are several photos that are floating around on social media that would lead one to believe that— Antifa also participated and wore Trump gear to make it look like Trump supporters were, in fact, the bad actors in all of this. Now, I can't verify that, but I can tell you it certainly wouldn't surprise me. But by the way, here's a post from a Trump supporter who was actually there during the protest. They wrote, people who were not there, just shut your mouth. You don't know Jack. I was there front and center, and it was peaceful. The American people have had enough. We did not destroy property. We were standing there peacefully protesting, and they were pointing heavily armed machinery at us as if we were some type of criminals. Sorry, that never happened when they burned the city down. We are all standing there chanting. Proof is in the pudding. You also didn't have the mayor closing all the bathrooms so that people had nowhere to go to the bathroom. She's a trash bag. I saw police shoot off and saw someone get seriously injured And that's when all hell broke loose. If you did not complain about what they did to multiple cities, destroying everything in their path, just delete yourself and your ignorance. I'm so done with people that have your mindset. Listen, the poster's not wrong. I mean, at the end of the day, what they're saying here is very true. You know, again, I don't condone the violence. I don't condone burning down a city. I don't condone storming the Capitol building and fighting with police, that's all nonsense. But at the end of the day, you have to understand that the media is covering this in two different, very, very different ways. And it is hypocritical at its best. Bottom line, 
Here's another post from a friend that was regarding the happenings in D.C. These are all, they write, these are all the cities where protests and riots have erupted over the course of 2020. Minneapolis, Portland, Kenosha, Atlanta, Bakersfield, Boston, Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Fort Worth, Des Moines, Denver, Detroit, D.C., Houston, Louisville, uh, Los Angeles, Memphis, Minneapolis, New York City, Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento, San Jose. Can we stop acting like we have never seen, quote-unquote, today before? Let's agree that whoever is behind the violent rioting and protesting where people are hurt and cities are condemned, regardless of your political affiliation, should not be supported, and that the only way to correct this path of destruction as a nation is for those that want real peace to recognize our country again, step up and speak louder than those creating the chaos we have all seen over the course of the last year. United we stand, divided. And in parentheses, we are here, we fall. Again, I really couldn't agree more. I mean, at the end of the day, we have to stop the violent behavior. We have to stop the rioting and the looting. We can absolutely peaceful protest. But here's the thing. If I can shed some light on this or give you at least my hypothesis, and again, I'm not condoning what the people that stormed the Capitol building did. I want to try and see if I can shed some light on what I think, at least, they might be um, feeling and and why they were driven to this. Now, the media is going to tell you, and they already have. I was listening to that hack and, and the shameless hack Major Garrett and shameless hack Nora McDonald on CBS – the communist broadcasting system um, that you know that Donald Trump, that President Trump, incited this violence, and it, it's a bunch of crap. That's just not true. Here's what happened: for way too many years, conservatives and Republicans have watched as liberals have stolen the identity of this country. They have taken God out of schools. They have literally oppressed Christians and Jews. They have done everything they can to erase all of the foundation that this country was built upon and the American principles that we used to live by. They're tired of the hypocritical media and the way that they cover things differently for the left than they do the right. They're tired of backroom deals within our government, the lying, the cheating, and the stealing. They're tired of being presented with factual data, and then it's being thrown out of the courts, or the media dismisses it and continues to push the narrative that everything is unfounded. They're tired of it. I, again, say it doesn't justify their actions, but I believe that this could have been what caused them to react. It's not anything necessarily that Donald Trump said. It's what's been happening for years. And I say to those people, I hear you. I'm frustrated too. I get it. But you can't do what you're doing. It makes you and it makes our movement and the conservatives and the Republican Party look no better than the lying lamestream media and the lame brains on the left. It makes us look just as bad. There is a right to peacefully protest, and we can certainly do that. And I am all for it. But at the end of the day, fighting with police, 
breaking into the Capitol, destroying property, that is not what we as conservatives do. And you need to check yourself. And at the end of the day, if they get arrested and thrown in jail, then so be it, because they deserved it. They broke the law, period. Now, my challenge to the left, to the lying lamestream media, and to the lame brain liberals that are out there, my challenge to you is this. Can you say the same thing? Can you denounce the same thing that I am denouncing, regardless of party? Or are you going to continue to justify their criminal behavior. My grandfather used to say, I'll call it like it is, and I'm calling it like it is. If you broke into the Capitol, if you destroyed property, if you were fighting with police, if you were harassing people, if you were inciting violence, you're a thug, you're a criminal. I don't care if you're a Trump supporter. I don't care if you're on the left or on the right, if you're a part of BLM or Antifa. If you're doing those things, you're a thug and you're a criminal. To the conservatives out there that want their voice to be heard, I've said on numerous occasions what we need to do and how we need to act and how we need to go about having our voices heard. If you've been a fan of the show, you've heard it before, so I'm not going to repeat myself. The bottom line is this. We have change that is coming about in this country, and I don't believe that it has changed for the better. It looks to me like the... Libs are going to have control, and I stand corrected because on one of my podcasts I said I doubt very seriously, and I don't see any way that they are going to control the White House and the Senate and the House, and I stand corrected because it absolutely looks like that's what they're going to do. Now, that being said, I also wasn't anticipating that there was going to be this much fraud and this type of um, irregularities happening within our election. But the bottom line is I made a statement. I made a call. I was wrong, and I'll be the first one to own up to it. But I will tell you this, patriots, Laz Nation, Republicans, conservative friends, listen to me. We have an opportunity here to call out the left and to stand up every single time that they do something that is not um, consistent with our American principles and our beliefs. They have spent an entire decade or more, really, over the last several decades doing everything they can, in my opinion, to tear down what was truly the fabric of America. So now it is our time to stand up against them, call them out every single time. And when voting is about to happen, the next time you have an opportunity to vote— in whatever county, whatever city, whatever state that you reside, vote with your conscience and get these people the hell out of office. And make sure that you are telling your friends to get out there and do the same thing. Listen, at the end of the day, we survived a Bill Clinton presidency. We survived, barely, a Barack Obama presidency. We can absolutely survive this. We can get through it. America has faced a tremendous amount of adversity in our very short history when compared to the rest of the world. This too shall pass. And that's the last word.
Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for coming back this week. I really appreciate it. It's going to be a great year in 2021 for the show. We're going to have so much to talk about. Like I've said in other episodes, if nothing else, the Biden-Harris uh, presidency and vice presidency, that administration is going to give us a tremendous amount of topics to talk about, a lot of content for the remaining 2021. So thank you so much for being a listener, coming back each and every week. Um, I certainly appreciate it. I couldn't do this without you. And I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, A Night to Remember Entertainment. They are the best DJ and karaoke business out there, and they're going to make your night a night to remember as soon as you book them. You can go to Facebook in the search box, type in the at symbol, the number one, Great DJ, that's at one great DJ, and you'll get right to their page where you can book them. And hey, they're still offering the special carrying over from 2020. If you mention that you heard them on the last word, you'll save $100 off your booking. So be sure to go to a night to remember at one great DJ and make sure that they help you to make your next event a night to remember. Well, that's going to wrap us up this week on the last word. Happy New Year's again, everyone. And as always, I know your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending a little bit of it with me. God bless everybody. Talk to you soon.